Welcome back, everyone, to the film spotlight number three, I believe. I think it's number three. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta. Again, this this one's just me. Hopefully, Ryan will be doing his own film spotlight soon enough. But Ryan is actually down the shore right now, so we're not together. So I decided that I would do another film spotlight about The Boogeyman, the new horror film coming from 20th Century Fox. This movie was directed by Rob Savage, story by Scott Beck, and Brianne Woods, of course I said it was by 20th Century, and it was also distributed by Hulu, it had a budget of $35 million, and is based off The Boogeyman, written by Stephen King. And the lead actors were Sophia Thatcher as Sadie, Vivian Lyra Blair as Sawyer, uh, Chris Messina as Will Harper, the father, Madison Hugh played Bethany, David Dousmalchin played Lester Billings, and Marin Ireland played Rita Billings. This film definitely has its issues, and but all in all, I would say right away, I had a good time with this movie. I'd probably have it sitting at like like a 65. It definitely could have been better, but we'll get into why I think it could have been better later down the road. But before we get to that, I want to give a quick synopsis of the film. A high school student, student Sadie Sink, and her younger sister, Sawyer, are still reeling from the recent death of their mother. They're not getting much support from their father, Will, a therapist who's dealing with his own intense pain. When a desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their house seeking help, he leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the suffering of its victims. So, right away, that was super interesting when I first saw the synopsis of this. The first trailer, I actually, me and Ryan both agreed it looked terrible. Excuse me. But then the second trailer came out about a month ago, and I was, I was genuinely interested and I wanted to see where this movie went. And so far, the reviews have been pretty good. It has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, a 62% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. It has an 82% on Google, and audience also has it at a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. So the critical consensus at the moment is that the boogeyman might fall short on his terrifying source material, but a spooky atmosphere and some solid performances help keep the chills coming. And I would completely agree with that because I did think that the performance is actually really good. And for those who don't remember, Vivian Blair, who plays Sawyer, the younger sister, she actually played young Leia in the Kenobi series. And I think Sophia Thatcher really got across the feeling of depression, sadness, anxiety, and just what it's like to lose someone that you truly care about and love. But going into, I will move into some of the things I really enjoyed about this movie before I get into the, some of the negatives. I thought... The cinematography was really well done in this film. I don't actually have it. It's not actually written here who did the cinematography. But whoever it was, you did a great job. I really like some of the different camera angles, the coloring in different scenes. And the way that they kept the monster hidden in the shadows. Which I always think is a very... Especially for smaller budget horror, I think it's a good thing to do. Unless it's a practical creature. Because when you don't have the biggest of budgets, it kind of gets rid of some of the scare factor for the film and that kind of goes into why I didn't love this ending of the movie and the scale of this movie was very nice at the beginning it was very bumps in the night as we all remember as kids and it was such a simple concept like the way they started this movie it was just a creature that comes for your children and it was always in the dark it can't touch the light so it's like everything we ever thought of as kids because I came home from this excuse me again and right away, my whole house was dark. 
And I, I thought about it. I thought about it. Am I going to see two white eyes in the dark just staring back at me? And that's where I think this movie found its was at its best is when maybe Sawyer was walking around and she has a massive fear of the dark, which is a huge part of this film. And she has this little ball that she brings around with her. It's like an orb. And she rolls it into the dark whenever she's scared. And it just brought me back to feeling like a little kid again. When I would be sleeping in my bed and I would sit up and my closet would be a little bit open. But I didn't. I thought I had closed it as a child. And those are just the little things I thought made this film really work for me. It's because it was such a simple idea of all of us having at some point being scared of the dark. To me though, this movie does not reach what Smile has done in the recent couple, at least the last couple, two two years I think. Uh, I thought Skin and Rink was a better horror movie than this. That is a very hot take, depending on who you're asking. And just a lot of movies, I feel like they always think that they have to have some big, crazy ending. You don't. I like the small-scale stuff. Like, even Smile, which I think was a much better film than this was, still has little issues with needing a huge monster at the end. But it's a much better monster because it still had a bigger budget than this did. And... The performances in this, though, were very good. I didn't like every, seeing every character, and you feel everything they're going through. I thought David Dasmalchen was awesome. I think he's one of my favorite actors working in Hollywood. And he's only in it for about, let's say, five minutes. But those five minutes are probably some of the most tense scenes in the whole movie. And I just, I just loved the whole idea of... Anything that gives off some sort of light, you could use to protect yourself. Like, Sawyer uses her video game as an explosion that she can make happen in the video game as a way to brighten up the room that she's in. And you'll see the creature a little bit. And you'll see its back, his hind, its hind legs, and random things like that throughout the movie. But some of the stuff I didn't enjoy was the unnecessary teenage drama that they had going on. Like, the it was like bullies kind of. And I hate that whole idea because I guess some people are horrible people and they'll make fun of you like if someone happens to your mom or your dad or anyone in your family. But I feel like there's always, I feel like everyone kind of, even if you're being bullied, that person's not going to, that's like a really dark thing to make fun of. And I always feel like you don't have to have that kind of thing if a kid's in high school, like they're being bullied, like that doesn't need to be a thing. So I didn't really care for that whole storyline. But... I did like the whole friend dynamic between uh, Sadie Harper, played by Sophia Thatcher, and Bethany, who's played by Madison Hugh. I liked their whole dynamic about how since the moms passed away, they haven't really hung out. There's been like a weird, weird dynamic between the two of them. And that's just part of life kind of at the same time. Uh, I've had one of my closest friends and me have split apart at this point like, true to me, has, we just stopped being friends, and that kind of, that's what happens, things get in the way, and I liked how Bethany was trying to fix things, and then the boogeyman really divides them, like, keeps them from getting to know each other, seeing each other more, and ha growing their friendship, but now, those, I've talked about all the good things I think about this movie, now into my big issue, which I saw this movie with Connor Callback, who I believe was on a podcast episode. I think he did the ranking, uh, reviewing Variety's all 40 Marvel movies. That might have been cut, and then we redid it, because I don't think the audio came out great. But me and him went to see it, thanks to 20th Century for giving us a private showing. It was me, Connor, and then two other people. 
who were separate. So it was very, very empty theater. But it was a really cool event. We got to go for free, which was always nice. Save us some money. And I get to talk about the movie. But Connor really loved it. And but he did agree with the same thing I kind of found an issue with is needing to have the monster have this. It became more supernatural than just creepy because it grows like this black ooze stuff that looks like vines growing throughout the houses that it attacks. And then it was a very CGI monster. And I could forgive it throughout the movie because you don't see it very often. It's very small. You barely ever see its face. Very quick shots of it. But then in this final battle that they have with it in the basement of their house, it's in clear shot the whole time, and it does not look good. Like, I don't, I don't really love the whole, how do I want to say this? I, I don't really love CGI. I, I think it, it can make some amazing visual effects that help us with superhero movies and stuff like this, but I feel like you could have done the same creature in practical, in at least practical and CGI, and it would looked a lot better. Because even Evil Dead, they had some CGI in there, Evil Dead Rise, and they had some practical in there, and it looked great. I really enjoyed it, except for the monster at the end. Again, things needing to find a mo- fight a monster. But I didn't like the way the monster looked when in that final fight. All in all, it was very creepy. I don't like crawling things. And... Yeah, it was just it just didn't work for me at the end. But I like seeing the mom kind of helps him at the end. They she's trying to find the mom, find the mom, find the mom. Like have her mom waiting, knowing that her mom's watching over, her, even though the mom's passed away. So it was, it was nice to see that the mom is there watching over her kids and husband. But this this movie just it's like a lot of horror movies. There's some couple campy lines in there that I feel like they could have written a little bit better. And I think just the monster at the end, that it took me out of it a little bit. And I literally slapped my like knee out of like, come on, when I was in the theater. Because that's all, I just wanted it to be a good, solid ending. And I, I want someone to be willing to make a horror movie like this, where the thing wins. Whatever they're fighting. Whatever the thing is that's taking the family. Because you know? there was a very clear ending that it looked like they were going to go for, where that was going to happen. But then, of course, horror movies don't, that doesn't tend to happen. They, you normally win. But, yeah, I I like this movie. In no way did I love this movie. It, I would recommend, if you're a horror fan, go check this out. I think you will find enjoyment in it. But, if anyone else agrees with what I think about, like, the horror creature and stuff, I'd love to hear from you guys. Because it, it's my biggest thing with horror movies, especially recent horror movies. Uh, the Pope's Exorcist, which I don't think I talked about in the podcast, like done a review of, I'm like ninety percent sure. But uh, it, uh, Pope's Exorcist, first and second act, I thought were really well done, very creepy. This was not as I, I'm sorry, wrong part point I wanted to make. First and second act, the Pope's Exorcist, very good. Third act went to some like crazy monster demon fight with lava and other things, and it was just not didn't work. That took that movie from like a mid seventy to a low sixty for me, and that's the same with this. I had this at like a I want to say like a seventy eight. I really enjoyed it, and I would say I probably dropped down to like a sixty eight. And I think I said seventy earlier, but 
when I talk about things and I notice the things I don't enjoy, it normally tends to lower my score before I give a final review of it. So that's really all I wanted to say about this film. Uh, make sure to continue listening to the podcast, uh, supporting the podcast, looking at our TikToks, our YouTubes. Uh, we are dropping episode 100 uh, this upcoming week, which is really cool. I'm very excited. And we have some really big announcements for you guys. And there will actually be another film spotlight. There will be two film spotlights this week because tonight I'm going to in very early screening of Eva Longoria's newest film, The Hot Cheetah Movie. Uh, I actually want to know what the title that's called before I let you guys go. Hot Cheeto. Hot Cheetos movie. There it is. Um, it's called Flamin' Hot. Yeah. It's... Actually, it's kind of good. It's getting okay reviews. Comes out on June 9th, so I will be seeing that tonight. So I'll drop a, I'll drop us very short reviews, very similar to this. And yeah, it's by Eva Longoria. Uh, so far, the reviews aren't looking great. Has a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah, that's the next movie that we'll do a film spotlight on. But later this week, we will be dropping me and Ryan as a episode 100. We're going to be doing ranking our favorite episodes that we've got to do on the show. Talk about some of our guests. Thanks some people for sticking with us this entire time. And then, of course, we will be reviewing Spider-Man. Wait, it's Across the Spider-Verse, right? Yeah, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which... Not gonna lie, might be the best movie of this year. So make sure to stay tuned. Keep checking up on the channel. Uh, yeah, we have some very exciting things planned ahead that we cannot wait to show you guys. So yeah, thank you guys again for tuning in. I'm Tommy. This is Film Spotlight number three, reviewing The Boogeyman. And we will talk to you guys later.